0: Boys, great to have your company for Dwayne's board, Dwayne's for Athena Home Loans. Athena Home Loans, be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. We've been lucky enough to be joined by Will Day, injured Hawk star here in the broadcast box at the Witten Oval. It's half time and the dogs lead 7-7-49 to the Hawks. 6.440. Will, great to have you in. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate your time.
1: No, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here.
0: Start with you. uh stress fracture. How's it going?
1: Yeah, going well. Um, out of the moon boot now, which is a really nice progression. And uh, yeah, just look to keep tracking along and hopefully it won't be too long.
0: So is your mind telling you you could do it and uh, the doctor's saying you stick to the timeline?
1: Yeah, it's feeling pretty good. And as most players do, you want to keep pushing to do more. Mm. But yeah, with, especially with these ones, you've got to be... Pretty cautious and, yeah, just get it right. Round what? Yeah, that's probably the question that's on my (laughs) mind as well. Um, I think at this stage we still just have a look at some scans and, um, yeah, at this stage there's no real timeline, but, yeah, definitely the first, well into the first half of the year um, I should be back, so hopefully not.
0: And that's the different world. I mean, you're not just going on what you feel like or what the doctor is telling you you should feel like because it's been this amount of weeks. You've got scans showing you an actual picture of um, the healing process and the progression of it, so you can be judging it on something that is material.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I think that's why it's so important to have a good team around you at the club. We've got, yeah, some really good doctors and physio staff as well, so, yeah, a lot of trust goes into them.
0: Speaking of doctors, you and I off here, we're just having a chat about the Angus Brayshaw situation. You've had a concussion. When a player sees what happened this week, how does a player react?
1: Oh yeah, it's really sad, especially he's probably one of the heart and soul of the Melbourne Footy Club, and he's had a great career and had plenty more in him, so it's really sad to see stuff like that, and no one really wants to see that, but um, yeah, I guess at this stage it's a part of our game, and um, I hope yeah we'll continue to find ways to minimise it.
0: So you take the choice to play the game, knowing that you could get injured, this could happen to you next week?
1: Yeah, I mean, best case scenario, we find a way that it doesn't happen. But I think our game, which is the best game in the world, that does happen at this stage. So, um, yeah, I think we go out there knowing that it is a possibility. But, yeah, it is sad.
0: Do you also go out there feeling it's safer to play than ever before?
1: I think so. We've oh, Compared to when my grandpa was yeah. running around, it's changed a lot and hopefully... We can keep tracking that way. You're not, you're not going to be able to change it overnight. Um, but as long as we're seeing some improvements each year, that's the main thing, I think.
0: Is there any further room to make it safer? I think there's one aspect that could be made safer, and that is a defender jumping in to specifically spore the ball. And let me talk about it in the context of if you go for an unrealistic attempt at a mark, it's a free kick against you because you didn't touch the ball. But if you go for an unrealistic attempt at a spoil and you don't touch the ball, it's often not. You can take the player out with your attempt at spoil even though you kind of didn't get anywhere near it.
1: Yeah, I think the unrealistic stuff is something that we really need to get out of the game. And I think there's a lot of times when you know you're not going to impact the ball, but it's a smart free kick to give away just to hold up their momentum. So I think that's one way. But other than that, I think it's pretty hard to just... Blanket rule to try and get rid of contact to the head hmm. because it is such a fast game, which is why it is such a good game. So it's a really tough one.
0: Is it also a game that I mean, not everyone's going to be able to play it. So there's going to be an attrition rate in the game because someone's knees won't stand up or someone's shoulders won't stand up. Are we are we heading into that territory where it won't be a game that will be able to be played by everybody in ten or fifteen years' time because you can never make it that?
1: Yeah, I think. It's a bit different with the head, of course, just because it is, it does impact you a lot more outside Mm. of footy, like with a knee, you can still, you you can't do some things, but a head is just so important, like, it is pretty dangerous with what can go wrong, so yeah, I think it's a bit different in that aspect.
0: So let me get you the uh, obvious question out of the way early, the the doom and gloom, are you getting a lot of injuries at Hawthorne at the moment? You've got to compartmentalise that, obviously, and just move on from it. Uh, you, are you doing that? What happens when a, another player like Marbio Chow comes off with an injury like he did 10 minutes ago?
1: Yeah, hopefully he's all right, but especially our intra-club, like everyone's pretty sad after it, but I think you have sort of 24 hours to process it and then you've got to get back into it. Like um, Henry Hussweight, just with my injury, I've gone down. Him and Cam McKenzie, like they've showed so much and they're getting their opportunity out here today. So I think if you look at it in the positive spin, it's not all doom and gloom. It's obviously not what we wanted, but, yeah, you can find some positives out of it.
0: So it looks like Marby has popped his shoulder, but it's okay. He's back out there now with some shoulder strapping, so that's a good sign. It's just yeah. a, a little yeah. stinger, as they call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I reckon he's all right.
0: Yeah, that's good news. Um, Nick Watson's tiny, and your coach called him the whiz today on SEN Breakfast, so yeah. everyone seems like they're just calling him the whiz. How... The Wiz hasn't had a lot of it yet, but how's the Wiz been going?
1: Oh, yeah, he's so exciting. Um, everyone's calling him the Wizard around the club, and <laughs> he's just so great to watch. Even I've been surprised with his defensive pressure. It's been awesome. Like, you see all his highlights, kicking goals and doing fancy stuff, but yeah, we recognise the defensive efforts as well, and he's really good with it.
0: Some other guys, like Hussweight, you mentioned. Uh, there's been a few other guys that are getting an opportunity.
1: Yeah, Huss has been really good. I've worked pretty closely with him, and each week he's just getting better and better. Having Last year he had some good opportunities, and now um, he gets his opportunity this year in um, a bigger role. So I'm excited to see what he can do.
0: A bit of a new-look forward line, so you don't have Kosicki, but Lewis looks like he's going to be a gun player for a long time. So that's a good sign. You've also gone and got Marby Chole and Jack Gunston's come back. So it's going to be a little bit of a new forward line for you if everyone's fit.
1: Yeah, I think we've got a great balance of tools and smalls. We've got a little fleet um, of smalls that are quick and dangerous, but then now having Chole is a genuine second tool um, really gives Mitch Lewis a bit of a chop out, and even Gunners, like he has to get some attention from defenders as well. So I reckon it's going to be a good balance this year.
0: And how's it going to run with the ruck? Is Marby going to do some ruck forward or are you going to run two rucks, have Lloyd Meek and Ned Reeves?
1: Yeah, this preseason we've really been tossing it up. And, yeah, as you can see, Meek, he's been playing this game as well. So at this stage, Choli Choli can hold his own in the ruck, which we haven't really had a key forward that can hold his own Hmm. in the ruck. So that could be one way. But I guess up until round one, it's really off performance.
0: So next week's going to be big for selection, do you think? You play these guys again next week in Launceston. So we often get accused in the media of taking too much out of season games, but it sounds like you're going to pick your team based on what happens next week.
1: Oh, definitely. I think even training session to session, like it's really, we've got midfielders, as I've said. We've got a lot more depth this year. Forwards, we haven't really had small forward depth in the past. So, yeah, not only the intra-club, but even trainings, like, hmm. yeah, there's a lot riding on it.
0: So let me ask you about the midfield because you're going to play midfield. So if you're in the centre square for the starting four and it's nil-nil, start of a game, what's your mindset? Is, it, is Mitch an all-attack guy? So forget about them for the start. Yeah, if they kick three goals in a row, we'll change. But is it all-attack, go the ball?
1: Yeah, I'd say we are pretty offensive, but I wouldn't say all-attack. I think one guy that goes unnoticed is Ned Reeves, having him in the centre bounce. Not many ruckmen can get up over the top of him, so that gives us a bit of a license to try new things. And I think that worked for us really well last year.
0: So you've got Newcomb in the middle as well uh, for this one. Cam McKenzie's also in there. Um, so it's going to be an interesting mix. To Will you have a high rotation of players through there? Because some teams run a core of only four or five. I mean, the Gold Coast have been accused of having Rowell in there too many times and relying on that. What's the new mode of run through is it having a core of guys who are in there all the time or is it the fresher guys being rotated
1: yeah i think last year we definitely had a core of me Nashi, nuke and uh warps but i think this year with henry husweight ken mckenzie even josh ward they're really knocking the door down and I, I don't think we can go with just a core next year uh this year hmm. so i think yeah having rotations go through and When you're in there, just get your job done. So I reckon that could be more like it this year.
0: And I didn't mention Ginevan forward as well, which is an extra change-up to your mix. So if you've got Nick Watson, Ginevan, Gunston and Choll, it's almost a completely new forward. And what's Jack been like?
1: Yeah, he's um, been really good. He's just so smart with the footy. He makes a lot of things out of nothing, and I've been really impressed with him this year.
0: And he's the kind of forward that makes you be honest if you're a defender as well. You don't really want to leave him free. You don't want to... If you're on him... And that's the issue. Uh, Some forwards just get left because there's no trust. The defender doesn't believe you're going to give it to him, so I'm fine to leave him. But Ginevan's not the kind of guy you tend to leave.
1: That's what I'm really excited about. Between Ginevan, Nick Watson, Connor McDonald, Dylan Moore, if they get the step on you, it's really hard to get it back. So that's what I'm really excited about this year.
0: And is speed, we've been hearing about that, quick ball movement, is that off half-back what every team's going to play? So. We're going to have every team kind of try and play that and those that can play it best will end up winning.
1: Yeah, it looks a bit like that. I saw North the other day. They were playing their North ball and um, it was looking pretty quick. And I think we sort of started that when Sam um, took over the coaching. So hopefully we'll have a bit of a jump on others. But yeah, it'll be an interesting season of footy this year, I reckon.
0: And before you go, I want to play something your coach said on SEM Breakfast this morning. This is a question without notice for you, but it's a good question because when I hear a coach say this, I feel like you probably as a player would have more trust in your coach than, well, you need trust in your coach. So if you're going to go to a coach with honesty, you need trust that it's just between you two. No one else will hear about it. The media will never hear about it. And in 20 years' time, when your coach writes a book, we won't be hearing about it. Sam Mitchell said this about on SEM Breakfast, asked whether there was a meeting with Alistair Clarkson 15 years ago at Hawthorne where drugs were talked about. Here's SEM Breakfast and Sam Mitchell's answer. If there was a meeting like that, um, you know, 15 years ago, yeah. you know, So everyone's memory of if there was a meeting like that, it would be a bit different. But if there was, um, my understanding of a meeting like that was it shouldn't really be spoken about. And I'd be disappointed if people were speaking about meetings we were having at our workplace now outside of that space. So I don't think it's quite appropriate to speak about um, what happens on meetings inside football clubs. It's a good answer, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Sam, that's right down to his core. He has the trust that um, it's a pretty open environment in the club and if you say stuff, you know it's staying within the four walls. And I think that's a lot, a lot of the reason why with such a young group, it's really important. We just want to play for him. We want to play well. And, yeah, we're building something pretty special.
0: I can I can sense it. I can sense it in your eyes even the way you're talking about it. So... Yeah, it's good to have that love of the game that you've got. You've been watching a bit of footy. Had your cousin go last night?
1: Yeah, he went pretty well um, for the Suns, so yeah, it's exciting.
0: I thought he was finished a year ago, wasn't he, that, that
1: they just had a resurrection? No, nah, he's holding on. He, um, <laughs> he's cracked the 150 and he's gone for more, so it's good.
0: They looked good last night. Hey, great to have you in, Will. Good luck with the recovery. Appreciate it. Cheers. Will Day joining us.